sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Welcome back into our number two of the morning after here on the Sports Grid Network. I'm your boy, Dubs Anderson, filling in for Benny Stevens, and I'm all about perspective. So as Sports Grid watchers and listeners, today we're showing you how good Benny Stevens is by letting me take the reins here for the final hour on the morning after. NBA playoffs doesn't get any better than this. In all of sports, you know I'm big on my golf, but last night some great results here. Miami Heat downing. The ATL 97-94, Memphis getting it done, 111-109. to 109. The Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul making it look easy, 112-97 to 97 there over NOLA, the Pelicans. But we got to talk about Chris Paul, sensational, 36 years of age, top five point guard, future Hall of Famer. That is my man. They are going to take it all the way to the big dance. Look at these numbers for him, 49.3%. Chris Paul, he does not miss. Last night, they had every opportunity. Devin Booker, not even there. This is when you get it done against the Suns. It's a one-man band. You know who you've got to mark up against. But yet, they couldn't. Too crafty. Too smart. Chris Paul, he looks tiny amongst giants out there. But I saw him in LA a couple months back. He trains at the same gym when he's uh, when he's out here in LA. He's big. He's bigger than Dubsy. He must be 6'1". Love to see the craftiness of Chris Paul. They are my pick in the futures here. I think they're going to take out the whole thing, get a pass, Golden State Warriors. Kev Walsh, great having him on the first hour. Now, look, you know, it's the PGA Tour that gets Dubsy going, as good as the NBA is. We've got a couple of you know, big matches coming up tonight as well. We can't sleep on the PGA Tour. We've got Cam Rogers coming up later this hour to deep dive into that. But I want to touch on the tournament this week, the Mexico Open down in Puerto Vallarta. The PGA Tour, I mean, if you think the MLB has plenty of games, don't sleep on the golf. We do not take a week off coming off the Zurich Classic there last week. The Mexico Open this week, it's not a great field. John Rahm is your headliner. I don't know why John Rahm is making the trip here. Plus 450 hasn't been in a lot of form. Maybe he's trying to get that confidence back. You look at some of these other numbers. Abraham Answer headlining the local contingent at 19 to 1. Tony Finau at 19 to 1. Gary Woodland at 19 to 1. This is a bunch of journeymen also ran. I mean, these guys, obviously, they're trying to get the two-year exemption by winning this one. It's the first time we've stopped down at this golf course. It's your typical resort-style layout. These guys are going to tear it up. Super low scoring. Winning mark 26, 27 under par. I don't like the chalk. John Rahm at plus 450 to take out this one. That's Tiger Woods-like numbers when Tiger was in his prime. And John Rahm is no Tiger Woods as good as he's been. A dominant world number one? No, not anymore. Now number three in the world rankings. I don't like what I've seen on the PGA Tour from Big Rambo, the Spanish bull. When it's a super low scoring birdie shootout, which we're going to get this week, you've got to gravitate towards the value play. But protect yourselves this week. Take a slice of John Rahm plus 450, but dabble with that value. A Vansa lists at 19 to 1, trying to get it done in Mexico, the homeland. Had to pull out the Valero Texas Open recently. Health reasons undisclosed. Missed the cut at the Masters. But I like him for this one. doesn't matter what sport it is. It's all about motivation. And he has it for me this week. In a weaker field, Abe Ants has that pedigree. Tony Finau, 
stands out to me as well. Not for the right reasons. 12 events on the PGA Tour this season, only one top 25. But he's great off the tee. This is a week we want. Long Bombers have the diesel. Tony Finau's got it. We welcome in our radio listeners, Sports Grid Radio Channel 159 Series XM. This is the morning after. And yes, it sounds a little different this morning. Dubs Anderson filling in for the great Benny Stevens. And what a Wednesday it is. NBA playoffs, draft day upon us. The golf, never taking a day off. Sports, sports, sports. You want to back winners and have a good time. You have found the right place here on the Sports Grid. We're talking about this week's event on the PGA Tour, the Mexican Open, Mexico down in Puerto Vallarta. John Rahm, the only headliner. Apart from Rambo, not a lot of big names here. If you want a bit more value, I've got to go deep diving here on the board. Matty Jones at 50 to 1, my Aussie countryman. I think this is a week we can cash a triple digit ticket. Wouldn't that be nice? That is what people are drawn to the PGA Tour golf betting all about. Yes, I'm a little biased. Used to caddy out there on tour, but in what other sport? Can you have a ticket with a realistic chance of cashing on Sunday with triple digits, 100 to 150 to 1? You're going to get it in the playoffs? No, I don't think so. You're going to get in the futures for the MLB? No. Draft day tomorrow? Who, who's going to come up the order? No. The PGA Tour, what a sport, the golf betting. Triple digit tickets with a realistic chance of winning. The Kentucky Derby, only a couple weeks away now over in Churchill Downs. You're not getting numbers like that. You've got a 150-horse race here with the best golfers in the world. Who else stands out for me here? Patrick Reed, Captain America, 32-1. to 1. People are still sleeping on him. This is a course that he could make a run on. Again, you need distance this week on the PGA Tour. It's a coastal line track, Greg Norman design. These guys are going to tear it up. There's no resort-style golf course that can protect itself against the best in the world. 26, 27 under is going to get it done. That's what makes the major so special. And what about the Live Saudi Golf League? Greg Norman in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. Why wouldn't you play? $25 million prize purse. This week on the PGA Tour, $7 million. What am I missing? Nothing. I'd be playing there as well, wouldn't you? It's all about making that bread, making that cheddar. You'd be crazy not to. Robert Garrigus, Phil Mickelson, some typical headliners there. Tiger Woods, no, I don't think so. PGA Tour talk and more coming up after the break. The morning after, I'm Dubs Anderson filling in for Benny Stevens. Happy Wednesday morning. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after. I'm Dubs Anderson. Now we've got to talk about some MLB, some baseball. And you know, I'm not as well versed at that as the PTA Tour. So I'm going to bring in my mate here who's better than most, Aram Layden. How are you this morning, mate? Happy Wednesday. What is cool? I'm good, man. Thanks Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk some baseball uh, now that we got a few weeks under our belt. Mate, a lot has happened since we last spoke. We're now about 20 games in to the season. My Dodgers, you know, clearly the early favorites here to take out the whole damn thing. What's your take? Who stood out for you early in the running here? 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, to imagine any other team than the Dodgers really taking and capturing all the attention. But I got to say, that their division rival San Francisco Giants look like they're ready to repeat what was last year's best rivalry, in my opinion. And they've been going toe-to-toe uh, with the Dodgers since the beginning of last year. And they're off to a great start this year. Everybody wondered, what's it going to look like without Buster Posey, you know, borderline Hall of Famer now retiring kind of out of nowhere uh, and, and some pieces missing. You know, they lose Kevin Gossman. They lose a couple other guys and they look like the same San Francisco Giants team. That team just continues to exceed expectations and continues to smash over under win totals. And I think they're going to do the same thing this year. Yeah, love it. It's looking really strong out the West, man. I'm going to throw a couple at you and you tell me what stands out for you. I mean, Albert Pujols looks fantastic. The Yankees elicit technology use. Vladdy Jr. looking sensational. And my boy, Clayton Kershaw, rich vein of form, turning it back despite everything he's been going through. What's your take there? Yeah. What? Yeah, that, what that's, that's the beautiful thing. We're two weeks in and we've already got these kinds of headlines. It's wild. I'll start with Pools because I am all in on this long shot quest for 700 homers. Uh, it's a long shot to say the least. But what's great is the numbers are strong because the Cardinals are putting Pujols in a situation to succeed. If you look at his splits, meaning, you know, how he hits versus lefties versus right-handed pitchers, it's so dramatic at this point that you don't even need to put him out there against righties. But he is still a dominant hitter against left-handed pitching, and they're putting him in those spots, and he has been filling that role really nicely. The the universal DH also allows for him to get some more at-bats as well. And not to mention, this is more than just a good story. He's a great bat for them in the right spots. Uh, The Yankees, I'm just excited for that sign-stealing scandal, the whole just discussion, the whole trickle-down from the Houston Astros, just just to kind of turn the page on that because, look, we we saw what happened. I think Jeff Passan detailed it really well, Uh, and it's just – No one cheated as egregiously as the Astros. The Red Sox and the Yankees broke the rules, just not as much. Uh, And then moving on to their division rival, Vladdy Jr. I I was at Yankee Stadium when he hit three home runs the other day. I believe that was a little over a week ago now. This guy's the next superstar. I mean, he already is a superstar. But but this guy's going to be, I think, one of the best in the game for such a long time. He makes baseball look easy, which is really hard to do. The power, the hit tool combination – and then, you know, the legacy, his father was my favorite player growing up. I'm all the way in on what Vladdy Jr. is doing. And he's still just a kid. Yeah, man, he's seen it like a beach ball right now. Cannot miss one of the young phenoms in the game. Love to see it. Uh, mate, mate the, the Mets not happy. A couple of balls been thrown up top there. What's your take there? How do they cut that out? Uh, you know, is it dangerous practice or is it a part of baseball? So generally, I would say, yeah, you know, it's it's just bad luck. It's a little bit weird right yeah. now with just just the way things have happened with with the Mets. But y- you saw Chris Bassett come out, who is usually a very soft spoken guy, and say, "Hey, th- yeah. this is kind of BS." You know, pitchers are complaining that the baseballs are all different, and we've been telling Major League Baseball, "Hey, these baseballs are different." And imagine, I mean, you throw you're you're, you're capable of throwing something, an object. 95 miles an hour, 60 feet away. If it's a little bit different, you're going to be worried about where that goes. And if a pitcher's telling you that, and he seems to feel as though MLB's not really listening. Uh, so that that's the frustrating part, because it's not like it's fastballs buzzing up and in. It's also sliders and pitches that just seem to be getting away from guys. And Major League Baseball is having a problem with the literal baseballs from a, a flight trajectory point, too. Uh, we're seeing home runs down. We're seeing carry down. And apparently now 
issues with gripping the baseball as well. And we know they crack down on sticky substances, but if there's inconsistency yeah. across each baseball, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. And, and mate, who's been the biggest disappointment early in the season? I mean, you look at teams like the Rangers, the Orioles, the Nationals, the Reds struggling to really get going here. You know, six wins, three wins respectively. Who's been the biggest failure early in the season here for you? Yeah, those teams have definitely been a disappointment, uh, but I don't know if they had the expectations that the White Sox yeah. had. I, the, the White Sox have really, really been uh, a frustrating team to watch, albeit, look, injuries happen, and, and they've been bit by the injury bug as bad as anybody. But what, what I'll say about the White Sox is you have to build your team to be able to accommodate those things. It's a marathon, yeah. and they were not built to sustain injuries, and they don't have the depth. And uh, to have one or two guys go down in your rotation and you're rolling out Vince Velasquez and Dallas Keuchel and Jimmy Lambert, no offense to those guys, but th that can't be three-fifths of your rotation. Uh, the, the lineup even now with guys going down is extremely thin, and they've got the worst farm system in baseball, so they're not in a spot where they can really uh, do anything about it. And Tony La Russa has made some questionable decisions. The White Sox were the far-on favorite, but they look like they're – really in a difficult spot right now and I, I do wonder what what the White Sox next move is yeah injury lack of depth uh, you're gonna get smashed all over the ballpark there mate a huge slate of games coming up today uh 10 15 Mets taking on the Cardinals Royals against the White Sox there at 11 10 any games that tickle your fancy this afternoon who can we get behind what are you looking for any trends you've noticed early in the season here a lot of games hitting the unders what are you looking for yeah, again, the, the unders are, are something else with the, between the weather and, and the baseballs. But uh, anytime the Reds are facing a southpaw, I'm going to take a long look at it. And the Reds are facing a young, uh, impressive lefty thus far in Mackenzie Gore from the Padres. Uh, Gore, you know, longtime top prospect, seems to recapture, seems to have recaptured his form. And uh, look, the, the value is not great, but I like it through the first five innings. Uh, minus one half run, I believe it's about minus 120. Uh, the Reds are the worst team in baseball right now. But even last year when they were a really, really good team, absolutely got dismantled by left-handed pitchers, and that's carried into this year. I, I like the Padres over the Cincinnati Reds today at a, at a 640 start. Love it. And, mate, you know, I've got to ask you about the Dodgers. I, I know I brought them up earlier, but they're looking pretty good. Take on the Diamondbacks this afternoon over in Arizona. What do you think? Minus 190? Too much juice or the smart Ooh. play? Oof, I, I would take the run line. I, I think they're going to take care of business. You know, the, the Diamondbacks, they got their win yesterday. They, they used a lot of their, their main guys out of the pen. Uh, and I think the Dodgers are going to be out for blood to take the, take the series. Uh, but you look at it, it's like a home game for them out there in Arizona. Uh, yeah. And, oh, I forgot. I missed your point on Kershaw. He looks rejuvenated, baby. He looks great. Looks I love seeing Kershaw shoving uh, so far out of the gate. But I'm ready for I think the Dodgers offense is going to light it up today. Dodgers plus 240, National League outrights. I think that's the play. Mate, give us another couple of futures. What are you looking for? Vladdy Jr., he's going to light it up. MVP honors, so young. Give us a couple before he gets you out of here. 20 games in, 162 game season. Give me something. It's, it's crazy because there's so many different directions that things can go. Yeah. Uh, but for a value play that I like right now, Manny Machado at about plus, depending where you look, about plus 2,200, plus 2,000. He is on another level right now for the San Diego Padres. With Tatis out, he's had to kind of pick up or shoulder the load. He plays elite defense at third still, and now he's really tapping into a power that continues to get better and better as he, he furthers his career. 
I think Machado could put up one of his best seasons yet, and the value is just really nice there still. Yeah, what about that Bryce Harper number, 12-1? to 1. Freeman, 12-1. to 1. Any value there? Odds to win National League MVP? I, I like Harper. Uh, again, like he, he was one of my favorites to repeat. I think the odds have, have improved a little bit with a slow start. And look, this is a team, the Phillies, last year they needed Bryce Harper to carry them in the second half just to stay alive in the hunt. Where you look at a Freddie Freeman or some of these other guys, they're kind of competing against their own teammates you know, for that those MVP votes. I, I like Bryce Harper because I do think he's going to kick it in gear and take over, uh, especially in the second half. Love to see the MLB. Doesn't get much better than that. Aram Layden, absolute pleasure. The GOAT, Major League Baseball. Thank you, my friend. Talk soon. Thanks so much. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after. And what a Wednesday it is. NBA playoffs, the MLB draft day for the NFL upon us. But hey, let's not get it twisted. There is only one sport that hits difference, the PGA Tour. And we have got the GOAT of golf, PGA Tour betting and insight, Cam Rogers. Cam, thanks for stepping up and in. I cannot wait to deep dive in to the Mexico Open. Doesn't get much better than this on the PGA Tour, mate. What's going on, Dubs? Great to be with you, my friend. The goat of golf betting? I don't know about that. That's what that. they say. That's that what they say, thing. mate. That's what they say. <laughs> mate, what, 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 I mean, we, we can't beat around the bush. John Rahm is playing in the event this week. Other than John Rahm, I'm looking for who else has signed up for this one. Not a lot of big names. It's a first-time golf course. What are you looking for down in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, this week? Yeah, let me be honest with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. This field is absolutely horrible here this week, and I think there is some logic to that because that's a lot of travel going to Mexico and then up to yeah. Maryland here next week for the Wells Fargo Championship. So I kind of understand that. Plus, you got to pack your passport, go through all of that process. So John Rom, the favorite now, at plus 450. I mean, we've talked about this so many times on wow. this very program, how John Rahm has been unbettable for so much of 2022. You just can't go there. I mean, there's zero value whatsoever on betting John Rahm this week. Let me get that out of the way here. Unless, of course, you were betting on him to miss the cut. It's like plus 700 or something like that. Sure, sprinkle that down. But, you know, winning, top 10, top 20, there's nothing there for me this week with John Rahm. So, there's a lot of potentiality for some pretty good value here at the Mexico Open going down the board a little bit. My outrights are in the 40s and the 90s here. But let me just Ooh, say what I'm looking like for here. Yeah, here's what I'm looking for on this golf course. Pass Palm Greens, which typically leads the bad putters to be kind of okay putters. So I'm sort of zoning in on ball striking this week. Approach game. These are wide landing areas off the tee as well. So driver, you can spray it a little bit. All good there. It's a second shot golf course, a Greg Norman design, which is kind of ironic right now, given Greg Norman being in the news <laughs> lately, shall we say. Go the so, yeah, I'm looking at yeah. ball strikers this week. Love it, Kim. I mean, yeah, we can't touch that John Rahm number. I mean, Tiger Woods was barely at those numbers back in his prime, and Rahm, he is not in his prime 
this season on the PTA Tour. I think you're 100% right. We've got to go the value this week. I mean, I think it's going to be a low scorer. So we've got to target, as you touched on, the 40s, the 50s maybe. Anyone in the outright market who you think's sitting prime for a big week and maybe we can still cash a very fat ticket because you know we like doing that here on some sports grid. Yeah, my projected winner is Russell Knox. I cannot get off this guy Knoxie. this year, Dubs. I mean, I like his it. iron game has been great. Yeah, it's been pristine yeah. so far in 2022. And you just think at some point he's going to get back to baseline with his putter, field average, score some birdies, win a golf tournament at 45 to 1. You love that number. Only one missed cut since February. You think this course should fit him well as well. T21 at the Zurich Classic a week ago. Russell Knox there at 45 to 1 makes some sense to me. Going down the board, Alex Smalley at 90 to 1 to win this golf tournament this week. Wow. 22nd in this field, by the way, in strokes gained total over the last 24 rounds. So he's a top 22 player in this field. Plays well in easy scoring conditions. Yeah, the recent form isn't too great in terms of the missed cut department. Three straight missed cuts. So there is some risk there, Dubs, but I mean, this is going to be a volatile week. You're going to look at this leaderboard on Sunday evening and be like, who's that, who's that, and who's that? Because it's just players that are just going to play well, and you really don't know much about them. Yeah, some journeyman. But Cam, come Sunday afternoon, am I going to be saying this one was worse than the Zurich Classic or better? Because, I mean, I, I was just – the wind was taking out my sails last Sunday. I'm like, it wasn't a great event. This week, it's a weaker field. It's probably going to be a shooter. If Ram's on the mix – what do you think? Is is this going to surpass my expectations here, the Mexico Open? No matter what happens, no matter what happens, it will, because <laughs> I am not a fan of the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. I know they're trying to get cute with this, like, team event thing to mix it up, but yeah. it's not my cup of tea from a viewing perspective. So, look, I think this should be an interesting tournament. Expect a lot of birdies. Expect a lot of scoring. I don't think the weather will be too difficult. There could be some wind, but we shall see. There are a lot of bunkers, but not a lot of water. Look, this is the first time that the Mexico Open is on the PGA Tour. So we're going to learn a lot about this golf course, learn a lot about this tournament. Yeah, love it. And I mean, for, for the uh, you know, Mexican Nationals, Abanza, Carlos Ortiz, you think they're going to be motivated? I don't know if it's going to help them or hurt them. Give us some other top plays we should be looking for here in a field which is presenting a bunch of value, the PGA Tour. We love that. Yeah, it's dart throwing week for me, Dubs. I am going way down the board with some top tens. I'll start with a favorite, though. Gary Woodland, plus 270. This course should fit him well. Four top 25s in his last six starts. 14th in strokes gained tee to green. Eighth in approach, both over the last 24 rounds. And this course is somewhat long, just a shade under 7,500 yards. But it won't be too long for Gary Woodland. Austin Smotherman, top 10, plus 650. He won at this golf course. Back in 2018, as part of the PGA Tour Latin America circuit. So he knows this course very well. He has winning vibes on it. Top 10 at that number. Why not? Scott Stallings, plus 600 for a top 10. He's a popper on the PGA Tour, like which that. means he misses cuts and he finishes inside the top 10 at random weaker field events. Yeah, he does. This qualifies, right? So yep. ranks top 40 and birdies are better gained and strokes gained total. In terms of easy scoring conditions, he can catch fire with his putter as well. So Scott Stallings, why not? Nate Lashley, a winner on the PGA Tour, plus 600 over at like FanDuel, 25th in strokes gained total over the last 24 rounds. Pass Paul and Grass, 
seventh in this field yeah. in terms of strokes gained on past column. So pretty good number there. I don't think I've ever actually made a 12 to one top 10 bet, but I'm doing it this week with Bryce Garnett, the best well, there you go. player in this field. Why not? The recent form isn't amazing to missed cuts, but he was 27th at the Valspar championship, a much better field, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. And he typically thrives in these weaker field events. So I like that play there. And then Joseph Bramlett, this is pretty easy. He strikes it off the tee. He bombs it. He's top 10 on the PGA Tour. And his ball striking has been pretty good overall. It really comes down to the putter for him. And listen, on these past column greens, they're much easier than Bent or Poa or Bermuda. So for Bramlett for a top 20 at plus 390, go ahead and hammer that one. Damn, plus money, Kim. On a Wednesday? I didn't know you are going to bring the heat this early in my day. Starting the week, right? When, when I said the PGA Tour don't miss, here you are, backing it up. And I mean, to your point, this is the week where you can comfortably go a couple of the flyers. I mean, we, we haven't got a bunch of course history to go off, right? A lot of these guys have missed cuts. A lot of them didn't play the Zurich Classic or the Masters. So this is the week to do it. Target the long shots, right? Go the value. Well, here's the deal. I talk about this a lot from a macro perspective on my podcast, lock it in. Like the differences of talents among these PGA Tour players are so razor thin. Like the difference between Russell Knox and Scott Piercy, for instance, pretty much non-existent in terms of talent on the yeah. PGA Tour. So that's why you can get these mixture of leaderboards week in and week out, especially at this event, because this yeah. field really, these guys are all very, very similar in talent. John Rahm is in a class of his own, obviously. But then after that, I mean, there's a big time drop off and that allows you to really go for that sort of value, those dart throws here this week. So as you look at that outright board on your very TV screen right now, I really don't see a lot of value in betting any of those guys because I really do think we're going to get a long shot here this week. I would rather bet Joseph Bramlett at plus 125 or 12 12,500 than anybody else. So, like, I mean, clearly I've never said yeah. that number before in the outright market because, you know, typically you don't like to do that. But for a week like this, you know, it makes some sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th this event, Kim, I imagine they're not going to have a lot of spectators. You know, it's sort of resort-style golf course, so it's going to feel very much like a corn ferry tour event. So you've got to imagine these young guys are going to think this is a great chance to get the breakthrough win. I mean, these journeymen's coming into this one. I mean, guys like Tommy Ganey, yeah, the list is endless here of you know, a bygone era for these guys trying to get back in the winner's circle. But for John Rahm, everything to lose. Why is he pegging it up? Is he trying to find a bit of confidence ahead of you know, the PGA Championship? What's going on for Rahm's golf game? Still great off the tee? Short game? Not so much. Yeah, the short game has been really bad. Around the green putting, and I think he's trying to look for something this week. Maybe it's a tinker type of week for him, trying to figure things out here, because you're right. I mean, he clearly is the favorite. Daniel Berger was in this field, and he made a little bit of sense to me this week in the outright market, but he dropped out. So obviously, Rom's number got a lot shorter because of that. You know, you always have to sort of wonder about motivation for somebody like Rom playing in a tournament like this, but maybe in his own eyes, A, it's a tinker week, or B, oh my gosh, this is a shoe-in, I'm going to win by this thing, because look at the rest of the field. So it's one of those two yeah. mindsets this week here. Southern Hills is coming up pretty darn soon, Dubs. He's got to figure something out if he wants to contend there, because he's been the favorite for so many tournaments here in 2022, but I don't think with a lot of logic, like he hasn't really contended and he hasn't won since the U S open. It's been some time. 
Yeah, it's true. I'll tell you what else is coming up here. The Live Saudi Golf League kicking off in June over on you. Greg Norman has just sent me an email. He goes, I can see you're talking to Cam Rogers there. We want to offer him a start in our next tournament, $25 million prize purse. Then the PGA Tour is like, no, no, we want Cam. Where are you going, Cam? Are we going to see some of these big names sign up for the Live Saudi Golf League? Or is it just going to be Robert Garrigus in the boys? Where's Cam Rogers putting his legacy? I'm playing on the PGA Tour because I want to compete with the best. Of course. There you go. I'll keep an eye on Phil Mickelson. I mean, there's something going on there. We'll follow that story, of course. Thumbs up to Big Lefty. Cam, it's been an absolute blast. We're going for value. The Mexico Open. Where can we follow you, mate? At Cam Rogers on Twitter? At Mr. Rogers 99. There it is. Let's have a Wednesday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after. I'm Dubs Anson filling in for Benny Stevens. Great to just recap on the PGA Tour. We've got the Mexico Open coming up this week. Not a great event. Cam Rogers dishing out some dimes there. But I'll tell you what else is coming up here. The NFL Draft. And you know, nothing gets Dubsy more excited than a bit of draft talk. Prospects. Talent. What are we looking for here? We've got to speak to the best in the business. When it comes to sports, but no one's doing it like this guy. Bill Krakenberger, Crack wins, the Crack Man, a.k.a. the GOAT. A.k.a. Mr. Get him out of your sportsbook, or he is taking your money on a Wednesday. Crack Man, good to see you, mate. What is happening? Hi, how are you? Uh, good. Everything's I'm going se- well. I'm sensational, I'm listen- mate. I- I'm a pretty humble guy. I'm not saying I'm the greatest in the business to anybody, but there's definitely some syndicates out there that I have learned from my 30-year career, and I treat this like a business. Not uh, There's no sweat in the game. There's no... Uh, you know, for me, it's it, it's strictly a business. I, I hardly even watch the games, to be honest with you, uh, unless I'm betting live or a second half game. And I know everyone's talking about this big slam dunk last night. And like, that makes no difference in my life. It's a nice thing. It's fun for people to do. But uh, I don't know many people that could beat the NBA, NBA sides, that is. So I kind of stay away from it. and I don't really watch it. Uh, more things that I try to look at as small market sports or small market like this draft. I, uh, even though I live in Las Vegas, I am currently in New Jersey uh, because let me just be blunt. There's better opportunities to make money. That's right here in New Jersey than there is in Las Vegas uh, with, especially with, with this kind of a, with this draft. Uh, now certain things, it's not baseball. I'd rather bet in Las Vegas, but uh, yeah. here in New Jersey, I'd rather bet the draft because um, perfect example, the FanDuel's of the world, DraftKings of the world, they put up these type of wagers, uh, to, you know, 10 days ago, even, even yeah. a month ago, they had markets, uh, certain markets for the draft up. Uh, Las Vegas did not come up with them until literally Monday afternoon. There was not one sports book up, um, that was taking the draft props. So, um, I have been betting so many of them that literally last night I was trying to, uh, I'm not one of those guys that put things into a, uh, you know, a docket and, and, and try to uh, Google Docs. And listen, I'm an old-fashioned guy. I write things down by hand. I have a couple partners, so I make bets, and, and I share the bets based on who gives me the information 
uh, which certain things I do do myself. I used to uh, absolutely used to handicap myself. I started out my own modeling myself and my own power ratings, power charts back in the 90s. Uh, But I have found the, I don't want to say geeks, but for lack of a better word, I have found the sharpest uh, uh, yeah, the analytics. I shouldn't even have said the analytical it. side yeah. of sport. That's good. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, my man. That's, that's, my that's man. how I refer to it. Yeah, Dri- driven by data. Now, mate, th- this this is a different beast to bet on, right? I mean, you can pick on you know what position uh, certain guys are going, what team's going to move up in the pecking order. There's a lot to gain, a lot to lose here. What what are you trying to look at? You, you know, there's probably only so much you can really share with us. But what should we be looking for, the betting public, as we approach the draft start tomorrow there in Las Vegas? I've made about 60 to 70 bets already. Uh, wow. But, however, Love it. I wouldn't be surprised if I make a- another 40 based on informational wow. okay. things and partners. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I like I said, I won't even watch the results at the end. I get the results of all the drafts, and you start marking down your Ws and then your Ls. But um, yeah. I look for late-breaking information, teams that – uh, maybe you could find little nuggets on social media. I know my guys find little nuggets from these from these mock drafts, but these mock drafts. But I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't put the confidence this year in mock drafts like previous years. It's a little bit of a different year. Um, there are some people that come out that I absolutely will follow, uh, and we'll try to take little nuggets from what they say. But uh, the, the real things are to, to follow the socials of uh, not only the players, but maybe uh, a potential player's brother on Instagram or something. Yeah. But why, I won't give this away, but that's actually one of the things we found on Monday. Um, someone's brother was talking about what his brother, who is going to be top five guy in the draft, actually, um, where, where he thinks he's going, so or where he thinks he, wow. he has the most of the, the best thing for. So it's not even like a guy that's going to be drafted 40th. This is a top five yeah. guy. So I'm, it actually surprised me. Interesting. So, um, but this year is much different, though, than previous years for another reason. The sports books, all of them, are taking it much different, I guess because guys like myself – are talking about this so much on media. I've done about four shows yeah. so far this week. I'll do my own podcast today, and I'll do another one tomorrow. I, I just try to help the public, and to the point where sometimes my partners get very upset at me for giving away too much. So I'm trying to, I'm just holding my yeah. knuckles here, trying to be, be quiet. But but let me you're, just you're, tell you, you're though, taking the value away. I like that. <laughs> you're helping the I rest try to of help us, people. Mate. You're a humble I'm guy. My, That's what we like. I'm my father's my father's son. I wouldn't be if I wasn't. I wouldn't be doing my job and yeah. honoring him. Uh, that's the way he was. So um, going back to what I'm saying, this year is being different. Wow. I came here to Atlantic City, and I expected to be able to bet draft props pretty openly. And certain sports books here, there's four of them taking sports bets here, uh, live at the counter on the draft. Supposedly, last year, I, I don't even want to tell you how much. It was well into the six figures that I bet on the draft. So I plan to do the same thing this year, and there's roadblocks this year. These sports books are not going to take a beating. Uh, not like I'm not going to say like like they've taken last year because I really don't know the numbers. But um, I can yeah. guarantee you this: more people, more people lost money on Tiger Woods to to win the Masters this year. All these sports books than that the exposure will be on this draft. So 
Um, that that's that I'm not doing. I'm not putting up no collection buckets for anybody. Uh, but I'll just tell you though. Yeah. There is what a difference. I can't get to the counter. You go to the counter this year, and these sports books are saying they'll be up later in the week. They're only on the app. The reason why that it's a defensive mechanism put in. So the sports books know which way you're betting and they can monitor it a little closer than the kiosk. You know, you can go to yeah. um, the Bally. Bally's right here, which, is, by the way, this is a hidden gem in Atlantic City. The FanDuel Sportsbook at Bally's. I, I was there for most of March Madness. That's a hidden gem that people just don't know about because no one's ever there. And it's beautiful, uh, you know, big plush sheets and lazy boys and chairs and tables. And oh, uh, it's a great spot. Oh, it's an unbelievable spot to watch games and watch events. And just it's a hidden gem, like I said. But going to that sports book, I actually was a little surprised that I wasn't able to bet the draft props there yet. And um, even I said, I asked a guy there. He was a very nice guy. He came from the Meadowlands, and he actually came from Wall Street. So he's used to taking the kind of volume. And he said to me that uh, they're going to be up later in the week. But even on the kiosk, they are up. But however... They were limited because I tried to bet to $100. So um, at the counter last year, I was betting 2000 a prop at the counter at FanDuel last year. So everyone's That's a little mad. more reserved. The other sports books in town, too, um, have much lower, lower limits than last year where I have to actually – I'm not going to say circumvent because there's not really circumvention going on there. I'm going to the, the counter trying to bet. I'm going to the kiosk, and they have a chance to move it. $100, the traders automatically could see what you're doing and – they can move the lines if they want. But there's still little ways to, to get down what I want. And I'm, I'm pretty happy, actually. I'm pretty happy uh, with, with what's going on so far this year. So I, I know I just ramble and talk and talk and talk. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to always give the interview. No, mate. I'm, 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 like, I'm like a sponge. I just wish you'd told me that over in uh, Jersey City was the place to be. I've already booked my tickets to Vegas. Now it's too late to cancel oh. the crack. So there you go. But, mate, what, what, what are you going? Where are you going? You're going to Vegas? If they allow me, Sin City. Yeah, the sports grid's going to be filming live from there. But my my thing is, Craig, I could go there. It could turn into, you know, one day trip into five nights. So I've got to be very careful there, especially I've got work commitments. So I've got to to keep it tame. But, mate, are you looking at talent here? Like, are you trying to look at these prospects at who's going to do well in the NFL? Or are you trying to read the organizations, who needs what, who ticks the boxes for them? Or it's sort of, you know, a good blend of both? Do you see any of these teams trying to jump up? The order oh, here, definitely. or is it, is it pretty definitely. firm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's a fantastic question because you, you actually do – you actually make your own mock draft. And if you yeah. just get one guy wrong in that top ten, it has a cascading effect, and yeah. it can ruin your whole draft. So you absolutely want to look in-depth to the actual teams uh, to, to see what is out there in the public, in the media – what do they need? What do you think they're going to do? Uh, absolutely. And that top 10 that your guys are showing there, uh, I think we got a pretty good grasp on these. Um, the reason why I'm, I can't share a lot right now is a lot of the books are telling me they're not putting them up till today. So right after this show, I'm going to run over uh, and, and try to get down some more bets. Um, but I, like, there's things that I will tell you. Let, let's see. I mean, I, I will, I will give you a couple things. I'm not going to, uh, be that much of a snob. So uh, I like I like. There's two guys. Uh, by the way, these are these are both on Fanduel. Um, a Booth from Clemson. Uh, his draft pick. Now we read many times that this person was going to go deeper than 28. I bet over 28 and a half minus 30. Uh, I bet it seven times just to let you know. 
So he's even 29 and a half now. I have no problem betting over. I don't think he's going to go. He's not going to probably go in the first round, to be honest with you. That's what I'm hoping. Um, So I I bet that multiple times. Um, There's a guy, Stingley, from LSU, um, top 10 draft pick. This is still available, too. This is still out there. It's it's minus two to one. You know, there's different ways to go about betting someone like this. So that's another thing, too, people don't realize. It's unbelievable what FanDuel on drafting, what they offer. It's unbelievable. So you can bet. You can bet. Top 10, top 32, but you can actually bet the players like Stingley under on his, on his draft position. So, um, so Stingley, I actually bet under 10 and a half, and now I see it under nine and a half. So under nine and a half, I'd rather bet top 10, obviously. You're going to lay a little more. But just in case the Jets go with someone like him, it's good to – they have the 10th pick. It's good to um, – have that extra spot. I think it's worth the two to one rather than lay the one eighty five on the under uh, nine and a half. So uh, this is still available, guys. This is still an available bet. Stingley under top go. ten. That's probably the way to go at it. Uh, listen, I, I'm be real blunt with you. I bet it so many times that I honestly don't believe that it's still up there and they didn't move it. I I think I bet like four thousand <laughs> on that. I, I bet like four Refresh, grand on that. Confirm. So, Refresh, yeah. confirm. That's the difference between you and me, Crack. The books are telling you, stop handing out picks. They're telling me, Dubs, you keep dishing them out. It's better for business. Listen, that it, it's okay, though, because, uh, you know, eventually learning from people, not only like myself, I'm sure you're around a lot of sharp guys. Uh, you know, anytime I hear someone with an accent like you, I immediately think you're smarter than me. So uh, just a natural <laughs> thing. So I apologize. Yeah, that's, that's, but, a, yeah. that's a common misconception. Mate, betting on the draft. How much does it change? I know we haven't got a lot of time from five years ago to now. Drastically? Oh, God. Oh, dr- drastically. Yeah. But there's more opportunity. Listen, the, I counted it the other day. There's like 1,500 different bets you can make between the wow. sports books here in town. 1,500. In, in Vegas, there's, a, there's about 100. Just to show you the difference between Vegas and, and, and Jersey. That's why I'm here, buddy. Mate. Crack, absolute pleasure, my man. Where can we catch up? Where are we following you on social? Crack, crack man. Crack wins. Sure. The GOAT. At... Yep. At Bill Crackman on Twitter, too. Thanks, guy. Absolutely. Pleasure, my man. Have a draft day. When we come back, you're on the Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after. I'm Dubs Anderson filling in for Benny Stevens. And what a Wednesday morning it's been up here on the Sports Grid Network. A couple of great fixtures coming up this evening in the NBA. The Bulls taking on the Bucks. Minus Zach Levine. Denver taking on the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors trying to close it out at home. The PGA Tour, the Mexico Open, fast approaching. NFL draft picks, get them in. But it is now time for Wednesdays for Mr. Dubsy's best bet. And as they say, bye, bye, bye. That's got to be Backstreet Boys. Let's bring it in here, boys. Let's close this one strong. I'm going to give out an absolute dime to make that cheddar on the Wednesday and do it right. And for me, you know where I'm going with this one. You know I'm not going to touch the MLB. I'm not going to touch the NBA. Well, I probably will. But for me, it's the golf. We've got to to work smarter, not harder, help each other out. 
So we turn the PGA Tour, and I've got a top 40 play here. This is a guy who's been knocking on the door. It's not a great field. It's not a great event this week, the Mexican Open. But there's a top 40 player I absolutely love, and it's Sahith Thagala, my mate Carl Smith on the bag. He's been knocking on the door. We saw it at Torrey Pines. We saw it at the Sanson Farms. We saw him in Phoenix, five top 25s this season on the PGA Tour, and you can now get him at minus 120 for a top 40 over at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Bye, bye, bye. Why would you not? I would never leave you astray. Maybe I would. Maybe I'll let the truth get in the way of a good story. But Sahith Gala is my play of the day. Bye, bye, bye. Must get minus 120 for a top 40. This week's Mexico Open on the PGA Tour. You want value? You want someone who can get it done? 50 to 1 in the outright market? Don't sleep. Sahith Gala. Draft day tomorrow down there in Las Vegas. Sin City, the sports grid coming to you live from the strip. What a time to be alive. Happy Wednesday morning. Happy hump day. I hope you're getting the day started right. Hit us up on social media at Mr. Dubsy, Sports Grid TV, Sports Grid Radio, all the platforms, all the aliases. Have yourself a Wednesday. Back winners. Have a good time. We're only at Wednesday, halfway through the week, and the sport is just rolling up, dishing it out. MLB, NBA, PGA Tour, Golf. It's all happening here on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Dubsy Anderson. Thanks for joining us the morning after. Let's go, baby.